I'm Frank Andorka, Editorial Director of Solar Power World Magazine. Welcome to another edition of Solar Speaks, Solar Power World's podcast series that gives you the opportunity to hear from the industry's biggest newsmakers in their own words. Today we are talking with Chuck Provini, President and CEO of NetCore Technology. NetCore was featured in Solar Power World's inaugural issue in October 2011 for its breakthrough technology of creating solar cells without silicon. Now they're back to talk about their latest breakthrough, Black Solar Cells. Chuck, welcome back, and thanks for joining us. Well, Frank, uh, thanks for having me. Can you tell us what black solar cells are and how they differ from more traditional cells? Black silicon was a process that was actually invented by NREL, National Renewable Energy Labs, well, a couple of years ago. And in essence, what, what it is is you take a solar cell and they will use some chemical, either silver or, or gold, and it will etch tiny little pores or tiny little mountains into the solar cell. And by doing that, it becomes black. That's why they call it black silicon. What it does then is as the sun goes across the sky, Typically, at 45-degree angles, a lot of that sun will reflect off a traditional cell. But with these little mountains or pores, the, the sun kind of bounces around into it. It absorbs more energy, and therefore it creates more power. The problem that uh, NREL had was that they couldn't get it to work totally because of one or two things. Our technology gets it to work. So as a result of that, we now have an exclusive uh, license agreement from NREL to commercialize this black silicon. How are black solar cells produced, and how does it differ from more traditional solar cell production? The first black solar cells and solar panels will be will be produced and developed by us actually very shortly. Uh, we're right now optimizing the, the ideal depth of pores and the junction within the within the cells. But what, what the way they're developed and then done is, is is truly unique because it really will change how solar cells are made. Solar cells are made typically now through a vacuum thermal process using high heat furnaces, vacuum furnaces, very toxic, very expensive. Our process is a liquid bath where you basically put thin coatings on these surfaces in a bathtub at room temperatures. So what we'll be doing is taking the solar cell at some point in the process away from the furnaces, putting them into our liquid bench, putting the black silicon on, cleaning them, and then putting them back into the process. So how did your relationship with the National Renewable Energy Laboratory come to be, and why did they come to you to commercialize their technology? We had heard of black silicon and, and, and knew roughly what was happening and what the, some of the problems were. When we were developing our anti-reflective coating, our scientists were working on certain coatings and certain things to happen, and one of them said, well, I kind of remember reading a paper from NREL, and I think this process will solve what the, their dilemma is. And that's exactly what happened. We had had some relationships with NREL in the past with some other technologies, approached them. We spoke with them. They came to us and said, look, here's some black silicon. Try to do what you're going to do to it, which in essence was passivate it. And passivating it means getting all the molecules all lined up properly, which is which is the real problem. Uh, we did that. Because of that, we ended up with this exclusive license agreement. What has that allowed you to do in the market? It allows us to take, in essence, their invention, exclusive rights to use our application to it, sell the process in some one way, shape, or form to manufacturers, or manufacture it ourselves at some point. There's an Ohio connection to these cells, isn't there? Yes, there is. Actually, uh, our CT 
CEO of Janice Flood lives in Ohio. Uh, we also have a, uh, a relationship uh, at Ohio State where we have a lab and two PhD employees that work there at their facility doing research. Let's talk for a moment about NACOR's most recent announcement, which is that it received R&D assignments from several solar firms. But what is an R&D assignment and how many firms have you received them from? In the past, we've received a lot of publicity because of the fact we're doing business overseas. But recently, because of the NREL and Black Silicon, the fact that we co-authored a paper with NREL, now we're receiving a lot of publicity from trade journals. So as that gets disseminated, we've had four, actually five now, companies that have come to us and said, well, if you can do that with the Black Silicon, you know, we'd like you to try to do your Black Silicon on our cells. Because everybody makes solar cells a little bit differently. So they're seeing if we can, in fact, do that. And then there's two other, two of those firms additionally said, well, we're not concerned about the black silicon, but we would like to see if your liquid bench process could do this for uh, our technology and our cells. So in essence, what it is, is they'll say, okay, try this. Here's some wafers. Here's some cells. We'd like you to try to do this. If we accomplish that, you know, then, then we would, in essence, get involved in probably selling them one of our prototype R&D machines, which we call the R-Box, and then work jointly with them to, you know, to make sure that, that we bring what they want to do to fruition with their process. What advantages would that bring these companies? Typically, what we're doing is our process is a liquid phase deposition, which eliminates the furnace, is much cheaper to put on, less toxic, easy, easier to do other things with it because you don't have, for instance, an example, uh, if, if, you, if you put a, a solar cell into one of these furnaces, it has to be a certain thickness in order to survive because it, it's a very high temperature. But with our process, it's just a liquid room temperature process, so it enables them to do other things that they couldn't do with the furnace. And you were talking about the fact that it's cheaper, too. Do you think that'll have an effect on the overall price of panels? Yes. Yeah. We the NREL, NREL is, is, is predicted that the it'll be a two or three percent reduction in cost. One other example: if you replace one of our liquid bench machines, if you replace the furnace with one of our benches, just in electricity alone that you use to use that furnace versus what we're doing, we estimate that in the United States it'd be a three hundred fifty thousand dollars savings in the electric bill, and in Europe it'll be a million two savings in just the electric bill for that machine. Uh, do you expect these assignments to lead to other contracts for NetCore? Absolutely. Uh, what will happen is we're kind of optimizing each one of these things. I'm not sure if, if all of them will do exactly what these firms will want. I suspect you know, some of them will, uh, and then when that happens and we have a success with, with some uh, manufacturing companies then, and, we, and we then can publish that, I think we'll, we'll see a lot more coming in. If people wanted to find out more about the groundbreaking work that NatCore is doing, where can they find that information? We have a, a great website, natcoresolar.com, or they can text us at uh, info at natcoresolar.com, or just give me a call. We've been speaking with Chuck Provini, president and CEO of NatCore Technology, talking about their latest breakthrough, black solar cells. Thanks, Chuck. Thank you very much, Frank. This has been Solar Speaks, Solar Power World Magazine's podcast series that gives you the opportunity to hear from the industry's biggest newsmakers in their own words. I'm Frank Andorka, Editorial Director of Solar Power World Magazine. Until next time.